Look, it's a whole lot of clocks, mops, sex, shots, dots, knots, rocks, oodles, oodles, shoes, shoes, rules, rules. No one cooler than a cooler. Let me tell you why the opp hate me. Cause I rock the nation easy. Maybe. Alright, what's up? And we are back in the break room. Final episode. Drink that. Drink that. Yeah, 30. Huh? What's your home? What? Tron. It goes just like that? Yeah. Tron. Huh. Yeah. French for 30. But yeah, man, finally we are back in the actual studio. Actually, man, we in our partner's MC studio. We using him. He was nice enough to let us use his. Shout out to the, the boss, man. Facts. <laughs> because the one we were using, the computer in there is fried. We don't have nice things. Um, yeah. So anyway, man, we are happy to be here. We're tired of that. Uh, what was it? What was it? Uh, Zoom? Yeah, the Zoom. Yeah, the Zoom stuff was, you know, it. I'm glad it was there so we can give y'all something. But yeah, it it, it wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, yeah, it's on me, man. Like my truck is fried. Like the uh, head um head gasket of my on my engine was like blew out, and I'm currently a pedestrian. So tragic, tragic, tragic. Yeah, you should see me. I had to pick him up off six ten. He was walking down the road. I'm joking, <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey, look, look. When I was trying to drive back to Houston from Huntsville, right? And uh, it just like completely fried. Like my, uh, it was overheating and it just flatlined. So I'm like, I first thought I was good. I'm like, it's, it's done. It's done. I stopped over there in Willis somewhere when I called you and I was like, yeah, yep. yeah, I'm over there sitting in the loves with a bunch of uh, degenerates, um, truck drivers, you know, like, I've never, yeah, I'm, brother. bro, I've never heard cat calling in real life. Like, I mean, I like, I know regular cat calling, like, you know, hey, what's up? My mom trying to holler at you, whatever. It's regular stuff like that's normal, but I'm like, something like, Whatever awesome. the hell that shit is. <laughs> yeah, like it was like, like people like trying to whistle. There you go. That was like a real thing at like eleven o'clock at night. Some weirdos, man. It was like it was real weird. That's but, some brothers, bro. Really, really. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. So we had back here with episode thirty, man. Evan's gonna introduce our first topic, man. Gonna give it to us, bro. So this Deshaun Watson saga might finally be coming to an end here because there's a latest that, you know, rumor that Deshaun Watson could be traded this coming up week involving a possible three-team trade, which really does not happen in the NFL. I, I cannot recall a three-team trade not in trade my life, ever Tom. happening. Yeah, yeah. so uh, if he... You know, the Miami Dolphins are the uh, front suitors for him, so if they make that trade for him, Tua will not be shipped to Houston. The new rumor and report hmm. is that Washington football team will be involved and Tua will go to them. Hmm. I'm kind of confused at that. If you're the Texans, why would you not want Tua? Uh, is it okay? Is it maybe off? they maybe they don't like what they've seen on film from him this year? Maybe hmm. they don't think that like maybe they want to stick with Tyrod or I really hope they don't want to stick with Davis Mills, but like I really <laughs> hope not. Okay, is it all like do you think it's all it's all gonna be draft picks or is it Taylor Heineke gonna be involved? I mean, I would doubt that, but I hope Taylor Heineke doesn't move the needle for them like that. Uh, I would still assume that they would get multiple first-round picks, whether that's two or three at this point. I'm not sure. I would probably say they're going to get some mid-round picks as well. So, like, if they end up getting, like, two first-round picks, they'll get, like, more mid-round picks, like maybe three-thirds or something like that. Yeah, that would make more sense because they were asking for, like, a ridiculous price earlier. Yeah. Were like, four first rounds and, like... We want everything. Exactly, and which would never happen. But... So do you think, just speculating, if this actually does happen, which I hope it does, but if this does happen, possibly see Deshaun on the field? If Deshaun is traded to the Miami Dolphins, I would see no reason for him not to play. Hmm. They traded for him for a reason, so I think that they would expect him to play. Like, Because why would you trade for somebody right now and put them put him on your books if you're not going to see him on the field? Especially yeah. with Deshaun's contract. Like, Why, why would you want to pick that up if he's not going to play for you? So I would imagine if he, if he does play, Get traded, he will play for that uh, team. Now, me and my conspiracist mindset, me thinking about everything, do you think that Miami making a move on Deshaun, they've had to do some kind of research? Like, do you think they have some kind of somebody investigating him on their own, somebody in the FBI, somebody in the league? It's like, they oh, got one of the Miami Vice people out there investigating Deshaun Watson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Private investigator? Yeah, uh, I mean, hey, they, who knows? Somebody, <laughs> like, they can kind of see Deshaun's case coming to a close pretty soon. Possibly, I, mean, I, I could see that being a realistic thing. Cause, like, yeah, why? Why would? Uh, well, I mean, 
this stuff's been starting up randomly. I mean, people have said that before. Oh, you know, settlements are going to come and this and that. We haven't seen anything. It's been real mm. quiet since the, really the start of the football season. So yeah. maybe they know something we don't. Maybe so. Maybe it might come to a close and they think like, well, we were talking about this earlier on a few, other, a few other episodes and it was like, well, if something does happen to Deshaun legally, you know, with the civil suits, then the league is going to slap some kind of suspension on him. It's gonna it's gonna be heavy if he gets some kind of legal civil suits, and the yeah, it's gonna be heavy. But if he doesn't, it might be somewhat mid to kind of light, you know, depending on what you see as light and what you see as mid. Like if he doesn't get any civil suits and he walks away somewhat scot free, you know, I could still possibly see the league slapping like maybe what three games. You know what I mean? Not if they do, not that's just serious. the NFL abusing their power, which they've done before. Even when, like, the whole thing that happened with Zeke, whenever uh, he was getting drafted, his like, girlfriend claimed that he hit her or whatever, and then she even came out and, like, admitted that she lied. She was just upset and this and mm-hmm. that, yada, yada. And the NFL still suspended him yeah. for, like, four games. It don't make no sense. <laughs> I mean, no, so it's definitely like the league to do something crazy like that, but... Unfortunately. Hmm. That's a... That's interesting. I want to see what Deshaun would even look like with the Dolphins. Do you see him really tra- transforming them like that? Because they have a good receiving core. Right now, they're, I mean, their defense, they're one in five. They're yeah. last place in the AFC East. Even the Jets are above them because the Jets had a bye week, so they're one in four. So, yeah. you know, congrats to them. <laughs> we'll see how long that stays like that. But I think the one thing that they're really missing is that, that spark on offense. Mm-hmm. If uh, Especially if Will Fuller comes back. I know you yeah. showed me that meme that was hilarious with the Undertaker open up his eye. Yeah, like, about, oh, you know, Will Fuller chilling in the hour waiting on Deshaun to come. Yep, yep. Just, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if it, because like that's already like an established like chemistry and rapport there. So, worst seems the worst, you know, they can just plug that up and get going with that. And then hopefully, you know, when Devontae Parker comes back and then he, you know, work in with Jalen Waddle and everything, that offense like has potential to be good. They just got, you know, two, uh, not playing that great, not horrible. Mm. And then Jacoby Brissett, who's like so electric and he he has like the greatest like four or five yard passes of all time. He's at their break two sacks. <laughs> yeah. And he's like just dumping it down. Hey, you know what? We we, we live to see second and four now. Let's go. We gained six yards. Facts. <laughs> I mean okay, so with okay, with Deshaun, right? So if he gets there and all that happens, they are at the bottom of the division, like you just said. The Jets are above them, the Patriots, and then um, I forgot the who Bills. The, the Bills at the very top. The Patriots only have two wins. The Jets have one. You know, and said the only reason they're one and four is because they had a bye week. So, I mean, granted, if this deal does happen and Deshaun gets there and there's no suspension because nothing has happened as far as this case yet, and he gets on the field. No, they definitely they, can make a push for the wild card. They, they can make a push for the wild card. You know, so, I mean, I think they're really rolling the dice on this one. I don't know. What's really lighting a fire up on them like this to make to do this? But I mean, they can't make a push like a late push. Can we talk about the Bengals for like one second, real quick? Talk about four it. and two, bro. Jamar Chase has been absolutely just killing folks. Facts. I mean, he he leads the league in like deep receiving yards and like everything. Like he is winning like a veteran out there on on these corners. He is. He put Pat P in a spin cycle. He's just consistently getting open. It seems like almost every single time they throw him the football. And if he's not, he's going to make a contested catch. So, like, shout out to them. That defense is actually playing uh, pretty good. Um, Trey Hendrickson, the free agent they signed over from the Saints, he's playing a lot better than I thought and stuff. So, like, hey, you know, they're four and two. They're they're doing something right. You know, Joey the franchise bro out here looking good, man. As long as they can keep him off his uh, backside, I think. Uh, the Bengals are probably going to surprise some more teams. They probably will, man. Shout out to Jamar Chase because, like, he's a way better blocking receiver than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be a go-getter receiver. Well, he actually, that block with Joe Mixon, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, he like ran downfield and did it. Yeah, that, that was a great job. And uh, it was uh, I forgot what was what play it was. No, 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 that comedy he had before the season started back in camp. He said, "Oh, you know, it's hard to see the spiral, and you know, and because of the color of it and something like that." Yeah, and I didn't have the white stripe on it. Yep, and I didn't pick him up because of my fantasy because I'm like, eh. it looks like he stopped overthinking it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad. And you remember you made that comment about just it's supposed to be like a, a instinctual thing, you know, yeah, just sensing exactly. the ball and being in position, right? But yeah, so no, nah, the, the Bengals definitely surprised me. They kind of coming out of what was it called football purgatory. They kind of coming out of <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like how what the Browns used to be in like what four years ago. Yeah, for about ever, ever, yeah, yeah. I was about to say ever for forty years. Yeah, but you know, looking at all the games that happened this last week, and looking at how our pickums went, 
the last two weeks actually looking mm. at it, man, like I, I was up a couple. And then, you know, week five, you, you had a strong week five and you mm. evened it out. And then, hey, week six wasn't too good for you. I'm up two on you now. Overall, two games up. Two games. It, Those were the uh, – what games were they? So, so it was the Seahawks and Steelers. Seahawks and Steelers. Yeah, the, the Seahawks uh, did you bad. And the other one. T.J. Watt. God damn it. Hey. T.J. Watt came and got the strip uh, the strip sack. Uh, but, but why are you surprised at that? It's T.J. Watt. That's exactly what he does. The fact is because the Seahawks were actually doing what decently. They were playing with them with a backup quarterback. Yeah, they boy Geno Smith. Up, their defense showed up. And the offense was, and Geno Smith was kind of running the offense a little bit. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, they can do it. When, especially when he came in the week before when uh, when Russell got hurt, and he kind of held his own and scored too. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can see it. I can see it, especially like somebody who's as inconsistent as the Steelers who aren't what they used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was definitely like, okay, yeah, I can see the Seahawks kind of scraping by. Yeah, so the games that uh, set me apart from you was I picked the Vikings over the Panthers. And you went Panthers over Vikings, and then I went Ravens over Chargers. That game was a surprise, man. That was crazy. If I if that I would have told you that final score was going to be what was it thirty four to six, you probably would thought the Chargers won that game. Literally, yeah, because Lamar Jackson, man, people need to stop, you know, putting negativity on this man's name. He he he's a baller. He is what, a true NFL quarterback. The week before that, he threw for five touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. Uh, he threw four. for like eighty something completion percentage and like four over four hundred and like forty yards. If I touch him, crazy. And that. Let me tell you something. So you know how like on uh, ESPN they have the uh, the fantasy app, right? And how they have predictability of like prop. Well, not predictability, but probability of who's going to win the game, mm-hmm. the matchup. I mean, so all we had left was our quarterback. I had Justin Herbert. No, no, not not Justin Herbert. Um, Josh Allen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And Josh Allen is the best quarterback in fantasy right now. And so, and he, the guy had Lamar Jackson. So I was like, mm-hmm. I guess the Chargers, that's a good defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, I can see, you know, how some eyebrows might be raised to that one. Yeah, and then when he came out and threw for like that over 400 yards and like five touchdowns, I'm like, so Lamar is going to have his, his best game ever, you know, best passing game ever against me. And the week when I was like predicted, well, my probability of winning was like 70%. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Crazy. It's crazy. So, um, no, nah, people, do, like you said, people do need to put some respect on Lamar Jackson's name because, like, people act like he wasn't an MVP. Granted, you know. Hey, they've quickly forgotten about that. Quickly forgotten, you know. So, the Ravens, well, the Ravens for the past two years have been a team that really nobody wants to play because at the same time, um, when the Chiefs were kind of just going off on everybody, the Ravens were doing the exact same thing. It just, it was Lamar Jackson, not Patrick Mahomes, you know. Yeah. I feel like. Once Lamar gets a couple more playoff wins or like makes that push to the AFC Championship game, is when because that's the only thing they really can say about him is like, oh, you know, he's got what one playoff win. Mm-hmm. So that's the only real thing. And oh, the whole accuracy discussion, like the, I, he's kind of put that to bed. Like he's definitely yeah. improving every single year with that, and he is just becoming a, a true NFL quarterback. And I, I will stand by that. I stood by that. The second he got drafted, I knew he was going to be a good quarterback. And I, I thought that he should have been drafted way earlier. Oh, yeah. I, I thought. Yeah, that was disrespectful. Yeah, you know, I, I thought that he went that low. They put uh, who got who, who the quarterbacks that got drafted above him. So you had Josh um, Allen, uh, with the uh, yeah, Baker, Josh Rosen. Um, yeah, there's one other one I feel like. I got drafted. Josh Rosen was that year? Yeah. He went to uh because he went to the Cardinals. He went like tenth overall and they traded up to draft yeah. him too. And then he was like, Oh yeah, there was nine other mistakes made ahead of you. Well, how'd that work out for you? Hmm. Oh, shout out to my fantasy football team. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was in like seventh place. I was down bad, week two and three. You know, shout out to Jonathan Taylor and Tyreek Hill for doing absolutely nothing, giving me like four points apiece. Uh I the White Stallions are now back in first place where we rightfully belong. You know, we are climbing our way up. We are four and two. Okay. How's your fantasy team doing? They are um, ass. Like that's, I think that's the best way to I'm say it. I'm sorry to do that to you. I, I, cause they, I talked about it on Sunday. You called bro. me you out on it. I'm sorry. Miles Gaskin sucks. <laughs> like that guy sucks. Like okay, Miles Gaskin has scored probably a total fantasy points. It's like okay, so when um, we had to restart our league because one, I fell asleep during the draft. <laughs> um, they because we kept rescheduling it. Right. One. Okay. This draft, like this draft that I have right now with my team, I fell asleep yeah. during the draft, so it auto picked for me. So I'm like, okay, whatever, man. I know football, so I'm gonna thug it out. You know what I mean? I'll make it do what it do. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and it started late too. So it was like uh, we missed like three games, two or three games. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. We can. I was gonna play around with it. Cool. We got in. I have. I'm just not happy. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm just I'm, not. I'm happy. just not. Ha- Straight I'm just up. not a happy guy. Like th- <laughs> there's no reason. I'm like I've never had this bad of a start. I'm zero and three. I have no wins, and so. <sighs> Miles Gaskin sucks. Um, I want to say Zeke is doing okay for me. Washington's defense is inconsistent as hell. Um, the Panthers' defense is inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, his leg, that hamstring, when I, that annoyed me. He was my first pick, so I can't even drop him. Will Fuller, injury prone as always. And I, you know, I thought that was going to change, but you're not silly me. Fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. Me. So. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so Will Fuller, and he was my he was my sleeper pick. He was my sleeper. I thought he was going to do really well with the Dolphins. The only thing that's sleeping on that man is his hamstring, twenty four seven, bro. Exactly. So Will Fuller's out. Chris McCaffrey's out. I'm battling injuries. I had to pick up Mike Davis, a running back. He would do more. If, he would do better, if, like you said, if he didn't split carries. Um, but and Cordell Patterson's made a crazy jump. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders has been balling for me. Facts, uh, yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. Devontae Adams has been balling. Who else? Who else? Who else? But, yeah, that's about it. I have those few key players, but Christian McCaffrey is, like, usually, like, your top-tier fantasy guy. But he's out. And was- I got Chuba Hubbard on my team, and he he has been putting in some work. So, you know, if Christian McCaffrey, you know, wants to continue to let that hamstring rest get better for later on the season, I, I ain't mad at it. I tried to pick him up. I couldn't even do it. You know, so I, I'm i sick. I'm sick. I'm getting embarrassed. And these were a random group of guys. They was like, man, we heard you. You know, you do fantasy, bro. Like, they hit me up randomly. You know, I was like, okay. I was like, bet, bet, bet. You know, I'm going to show my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm getting embarrassed. I'm oh. getting embarrassed every week. Every. I'm so sorry. Hey, there's always next year, right? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I'm just uh, an unhappy guy. Well, hey, man, let's go ahead and get into this week's pickums, man. First game we got on the docket, Thursday Night Football. We got the Denver Broncos going into Cleveland. I'm gonna take the Browns. Same. Broncos kind of just falling off. They 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 live and die by by Teddy Bridgewater, which mm. three and three. You know, so after starting three and zero, oh, you know that's the Teddy Bridgewater show. So hey, yeah, they played uh, last week. They played um, I forgot who again because they wet the bed on that one. Oh, uh, they played the. Um, uh, I was watching the game. They. Um, the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, because they tried to come back. Because I had Corlin Sutton in my flex. He got yeah. like 19 points. Shout out to him. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a game. I think I picked the, uh, the Broncos to win. And they started out, like, okay, they started out slow, and then they kind of got into it. I thought they got into a rhythm, but then it they couldn't maintain it. And so I was just like, well, okay, okay. We're going to wet the bed. So that's what they chose to do. Hey, be like that sometimes. Or, well, I'm actually, I said the Browns, but Baker's injury, his shoulder. Yeah, he got. I, uh, I he I, took a hit in the game last yeah. week. And he was down for a second. I was like, "Oh man, I'm not sure." I'm actually. I want him to stay healthy because I, I like I like this AFC North race. Like it, it looks good. Like three and three is the worst team. So it's like, hey, you but know, their team is actually really banged up though. Because David Clowney has a knee injury. I think three of the offensive linemen has. Uh, oh yeah, the, I saw injuries. a tweet earlier, and bro, and it was like just like half my screen of just names that was yeah. just not playing. Then Baker's uh, his, his his well, it's his not it's not his throwing shoulder, it's his other shoulder. Yeah, yeah, his left shoulder. Yeah. And so um, I don't know if he's gonna play. If he plays, I'm going with the uh, with the Browns. But if he doesn't, can I can I put like a stipulation on that one? No, no, no. I just gotta go with it right uh, now. I, I, I need I need the voting right now. Okay, I'm going voting right now. Oh man. Mm. Mm, mm, that's tough. That's tough. Okay, I'm going with the Broncos. All right, there we go. We finally oh, my, differed I'm, on a pick. I'm not confident on that Thank one. Thank God. Especially on Thursday nights. I feel like we always pick the same ones on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Chiefs and the Titans. That's The Chiefs, if they don't bounce back this week. They're done. I'm going to be really concerned. Even if they do make the playoffs, I'm going to be super concerned because they need to start winning against playoff caliber teams, which the Titans, you know, have been the last couple of years. But, you know, Titans live and go and die by Derrick Henry. Take the Chiefs. Hey, Breakers, this is not, uh, you are not in the twilight zone. This is real life. The Chiefs are at the bottom of their division. You heard me correctly. The Chiefs are at the bottom of their division. No major injuries. Patrick Mahomes is still playing. They are at the bottom of the division. People are just catching the 
ball now this year on defense. Like he had 18 or something dropped interceptions last year. Mm. He's just not getting the same luck. Yep. And so actually, I'm going to roll with the Titans on this one. I'm rolling with the Titans. Hmm, if the Titans move to five and two, the way they beat the Chargers when I was not expecting that one, that was, I, I think they got a head of steam on this one. And then the Chiefs do not have a defense. Yeah. That, I just think that the Chiefs got to like put it together, right? Against, and they they play very well against the Titans, like historically, like and they've had some good matchups. Mm. I think it's gonna be a good game. I, think, I just feel like Patrick Mahomes has got to get it together. It, it the Titans secondary is boo boo. Yeah. So I feel like Tyreek's gonna have a good game. I feel like Travis Kelsey's gonna eat. I, I could have seen him outscoring him. I see what you mean. Only thing I see I see the uh, with the Titans doing. I see them maintaining position of the ball for a very long time. I don't see the pay. I mean, I see the Patriots. The uh, Chiefs <laughs> getting that long, uh, oh, getting, getting that many times with the ball. Yeah. That's just how I see the game. I see it's going to be like a long, methodical game as far as like the run game for the, of course, for the Titans. Yeah. And then they'll mix in a few passes. It won't be anything serious as far as the pass game goes. Hey, but fair enough. So far, we are differing on the first two games. Let's go. This one, I don't know if we're going to get a different look. You got the football team against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> In the Green Bay Packers. Of course, give me the Packers. Yeah, go ahead and give me the Packers, too. I ain't going to spend too much time on that one. Ravens and Bengals. Like, we were just talking about Bengals playing hot. So are the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I'm going to take Baltimore in this one. Same thing. I'm going with Baltimore. Um, The Bengals, I'm I'm one of those guys who slept on the Bengals. I am. Oh, I I think we all, you know, had our Snuggies on. Definitely, like. Bungled up, burritoed up. No alarm at all. Nah. Blackout curtains closed. Fan on. Absolutely. Two of them. Two of them going. AC on. Ooh, that sounds good. It sounds good and, good and cozy, man. Got, so, got, yeah. I, I just had a nice big meal. I got the itis. I, I got was the itis. Knocked out. <laughs> I was knocked what, out. Wasn't even worried about it. Wasn't concerned about him at all. So, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a, a good game. A better game than I think. Or the most think. But I still think the uh, Ravens are going to win. Fair enough. Panthers against the New York football giants. Oh, I'm going Pan- Panthers. Yeah, say so the oh, Panthers have see they they're just like the Broncos. They started off 3-0. Now they're 3-3. Three three. Mm-hmm. They're not playing their best football and stuff right now, but I still just think the Panthers just have a better team than the Giants. And it's gonna be Daniel Jones versus Sam Darnold. So the quarterback play in this game. Either they're gonna both like have like those like career type games like randomly like once or twice a year they have like those you know games where like Daniel Jones will put up like four hundred yards or something mm. crazy like that it, it might be a game like that but eh, actually I don't see him doing that against the Panthers defense even though they are starting to get a little banged up and everything but hey Stephon Gilmore should uh, start getting into the uh, lineup some more so hey I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna take the Panthers too okay for sure that's a I feel like that's an easy pick too yeah yeah. I just feel like the Giants like can poke at the Panthers. I, I'm I'm not like sold on the Panthers. Like even when they were three and zero, I was uh, I was still a little skeptical because hey, their defense was playing good, but yeah. you got Sam Darnold at quarterback, so like yeah, you can only go so far with that in my opinion. See, this is what I said about Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, I mean, everybody wrote him off from back when he was with the Jets for the most part, but at the same time, I felt like he would thrive in a better situation. He's been doing a lot better than what he. Used to be. I mean, that talent is still the same. Talent hasn't changed. You know what I mean, we still know his for the most part what his ceiling, but I think he's mm-hmm. going to do it on a more consistent basis. Yeah, he's got a better talent pool to throw to. Exactly. So that, that too. Sure. Next game we got here is the Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. Hmm. Give, give, give me Matty Ice. Give me. I'll take the veteran QB in this one. Dolphins have not been playing good, man. I'm voting against. Gaskins every single chance I get. He has cost <laughs> hey, me hey, too many the, games. The Falcons do not have a good defense. So, like, if Gaskins doesn't do anything for you this week, hey, you might just have to, you know, look on to other options. They don't. And who did the Dolphins play last week? Um, the Jags. The Jags. And I was thinking, oh, he's going to eat against the Jags. The Jags suck. Three, like, point three points. Yeah, that jet lag. What you mean? <laughs> Man, so, yeah. Flat all the way to London. Atlanta's coming off of, what, a bye week, too? Yeah, so they're coming off a of bye week, and yeah, I think they'll yeah they can handle them, man. The Dolphins are the Dolphins, like yeah, they have such a talented roster, but like they're just killed. Like I know Xavier Howard, and Byron Jones are both hurt, so they're just a little banged up in the you know the secondary. That's not a place you want to be, especially when those are I think they're two highest or two of probably like definitely two of their five top paid players on that team too, and <laughs> that you definitely don't want them to be out. 
that definitely hurts. But what also is going to hurt is probably watching Zach Wilson go up against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. He's going. Belichick just really just usually just kills these um, young rookie quarterbacks, or even second-year quarterbacks. Bill Belichick usually has his way, but uh, that wasn't the case versus um, Houston. Yeah, the Davis Mills actually like did all right. Maybe maybe they didn't game plan for that because they thought like all right, we're just gonna go out there and play, and you know mm. Davis Mills will be Davis Mills. So maybe that. But in this game, I'll take Mac Jones over Zach same, Wilson. Same, same, same. Especially he's been doing pretty well lately. So yeah, PFF's highest rated rookie quarterback. Hmm. Who would have guessed that? Mac Jones. Did, who did? Who, did you guess that? No. 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 Most definitely not. Uh, okay. Who did you think was gonna be the best rookie QB? Man, so like I was kind of unsure about it because like I, I saw my my preseason thoughts were so Trevor Lawrence is going into a bad situation, mm-hmm. new coach, everything. Same thing with Zach Wilson. They have you know they got both got a couple receivers, you know stuff, but like the situation's not great, so I didn't expect too much from them. I thought Justin Fields, whenever he got to play, I thought he would be a little bit better than what he has been now. But it really came down to, like, Trey Lance and Mac Jones because they just have the better situations. But I just was unsure whenever Trey Lance was going to play. And then if Mac Jones, like, at the beginning of the year, I wasn't sure if he was going to play either because yeah, Cam was Cam still on the roster. Yeah. So I, I didn't really have, like, a formulated opinion on that because I just wasn't sure what the future was going to be like for for that makes the sense. Front, whether it was from, like, a front office standpoint. Like, all right, can, do I believe in the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets to – put their rookie quarterbacks in the best situation. No, I don't because I've seen them fail time and time again with that. Mm. So that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I saw a world where Mac Jones, like if he, you know, took over for Cam, like mm. yeah, he could, you know, orchestrate an offense, but not not to this extent. He's definitely, you know, uh surpassed my expectations for him, which yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably the case for a lot of people. Oh you know, I feel that man. That makes sense. But hey, Breakers, man, that's going to do it off. Uh, we're not done with our pickers, man. We're going to take a quick break, man. We're going to be right back, man. So take it easy. We'll see you in a little bit. This is what you call a flip. Took keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. K.O.D. He hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. K.O.D. He hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Welcome back from the break. We're going to go ahead and get right back into our pick'ems for week six. Next game we got is the Philadelphia Eagles against the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders been playing kind of good. Eagles. You know, off a surprising, you know, victory over the Panthers a couple weeks ago. And, you know, disappointment against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I kind of saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Who, who are you picking in this game? I'm actually going with the Raiders, but I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles won. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be very I wouldn't be really surprised if they did. See, I always see a way. I can see a way because I know the mm. Eagles like the back of my hand. How they can win. I just, I we need to run the football, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. I am so tired of Miles Sanders getting nine carries, yeah. three carries, five carries. It's ridiculous. The dude averages five yards a carry. Like, give him the rock. He's never he's never had more than twenty carries in a game. I forgot what game it was watching, but I was like, man, he looked like Sproles out there, man. He was running like just like in between the tackles. He just gone for like another twenty he's yards. Close of runner. But yeah, man. I, I think the Raiders are going to win. Their pass rush is hot right now. Eagles a little knocked up on the O line. I'm with it. It, it, it hurts because last week because yeah, last about week it, you picked from, against them. Yeah, well, two weeks ago I guess for the Panthers it's like, man, I went against y'all and y'all y'all held me. That's, that's what I get for going against the Eagles. But hey. hey you know, that's what I get for going. Uh, it's really, it's like double back karma from when I thought the Eagles were going to beat the Cowboys. And, you know, we just came out and completely, like, just pissed down our leg. But, mm-hmm. hey, you know, that was weeks ago. Just, just not here, be, nor, here just, nor there. Just not being an athlete. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, this next game. <laughs> you got Jared Goff coming back home. <laughs> to Detroit. Oh. Uh, yeah, so the Rams and the Lions. We got the, you know, trade that happened with Jared Goff and Matt Stafford gonna play their old teams. It should be fun. It should be a slaughter, honestly. I'm gonna take the uh, the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Rams, but the Lions have been playing people close, but they have not scored over 17 points this entire season. Yeah, like 
DeAndre Swift, I have him in another fantasy league, and oh my god, this dude does not get fantasy points to like, like five minutes of a game. He'll have like four or five points, and then they dump him off as you know a couple like little you know screens here and there, you know stuff like that, little garbage time points. Ends up like seventeen, scores a touchdown last. Like you know, I'm like yes, thank you, man. Yes, so. You said you going with the Rams, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, Rams over Lions, man. Uh, where are they playing at, though? It's in uh, L.A. It's in L.A. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. Do I see? Do I see this game being close, like every other game with the Lions? Every every game. You would every think time, the answer is no. You would think the answer is no, right? But every time the Lions play, they play them teams close until like the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, I don't. At, at the same time, I don't see them winning, but. I'm just saying you can see it be a little more competitive. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Next game is the Bears against the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, go ahead and give me Tampa. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, roll past it. I, I just feel I just feel bad for, for Justin Fields. Like I I just don't want to see him get killed. I don't want this season to destroy him. You know what I mean? Mentally, yeah. Yeah, mentally. So Cardinals and the Texans. DeAndre Hopkins going up against the old squad. Same thing with JJ Watt. <laughs> Finally! And Cardinals been surprised, but whether six and zero, six and zero. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they are the only undefeated team left. Mm-hmm. And man, they are about to kill the Texans. They're going to fry <laughs> them. Well, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by no. It's not fun anymore. Not even if, if D Hop doesn't have them. like hundred yards and at least two tubs, I feel like he's not going to like get that satisfaction. Like, yeah, yeah. That the internal just like yeah, I got them. I got them good. Like, you know, oh, yeah. you, you get a little revenge game. I feel like JJ's is going to, I don't think JJ's got like any, like any vengeance that he needs to like obtain against the Texans or anything like you that. You think he'll come out with at least a second and a half? I can see that. Mm, so if the over under is a second and a half on JJ, I'm going to take the under. You take the under? Hmm. Okay. I, I just feel like if anybody's going to get to that quarterback, it's going to be Chandler Jones. Well, it depends because if Chandler Jones has to line up over Laramie Tunchel majority of the time, I'm not. Well, I don't even know what side Chandler Jones lines up on. Um, hmm, I'm not really sure. The, the only thing is, I know they're not gonna they're not gonna line JJ over uh, over Laramie Tunchel. Yeah, but I just feel like they're not gonna let like JJ Watt beat you. Like, you're, if you're the Houston Texans, your game plan should be: we cannot lose this game from somebody that used to just play. let go. Like, yeah, you know, like you can't like that. But the Texans. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with them, brother. Just Mud. A, a broken home, bro. They're just an abandoned child that's trying to find their way out here. Literally, in this world. literally, just trying to find their way <laughs> in the world, man. They don't know who they are, or what they want to do. Because the, the easiest moves for the Texans is like you would think this is the simplest like way to do something. They'll just like completely go the opposite direction. So it's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, hey. Anyways, yeah, Cardinals. You say you pick in Arizona too? Oh yeah, of course. Cool, cool, cool. Cardinals. Seven and zero, maybe? Question mark. Oh, seven and zero, definitely. Mm. That'll be interesting. I don't think anybody would have guessed that. Next game we got is Indianapolis Colts up against the San Francisco 49ers. I'm gonna take the 49ers. That's I think an- they're gonna I think they're gonna route. But Carson Wentz been playing a little better. But I'm yeah. gonna take the 49ers. I'm going with the 49ers too. A little skeptical about the game. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be pretty competitive. Yeah, that's the Sunday night game, so it should be, you know, nice and competitive primetime game. Mm-hmm. I love. Um, I love the 49ers black uh, color rush uniforms. I do, too. Uh, I think they need to bring uh, those out for the night game. What's your favorite color rush? That's, I don't think it was the number we never we ever talked about. Um, So I really like the 49ers because I, I love red and black just like as a color scheme. I'm literally wearing red and black right now, actually, ironically. <laughs> I got the red, all red Harachi zone. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but, um, yeah, I really like theirs. I like Carolina's all blue. I love... The Ravens all black and all purple uniforms, uh, yeah. but the purple ones are their uh, color rush. Mm. Uh, I feel like there's another team that um, I really mess with. Oh yeah, the Seahawks. I like their neon green Same. ones. Yeah, yeah. People get one of mine. That's yeah, people. Mine. A lot of people give me pushback. I'm like, nah, bro. Those, those, those are those, live. Those are yeah. Those are hard. Okay, the Seahawks. Uh, the neon green. I like the Raiders. That cocaine white kind of like they're just clean. I like the Raiders white. You know so. Uh, <laughs> All white color rush. I think that's really it. That's all I can really think of. I don't. I thought I liked the Rams, but I was like, nah, nah I'm not really feeling that. Like that. Do you remember a couple years ago? Whenever I think it was the Rams and the Jacks, I think. 
it was like mustard, bro. Like their uh, so their color uniforms used to be like that mustard. Yeah, and then the it was, jack. Ah, oh, man, I forgot what the team the other team was, bro. But it was disgusting, bro. Like it was just like the worst color combination I've seen on a field in my life. I'm trying to remember who the other team was. Anyway. But yeah, man. Whoever, told, yeah, because I feel like I know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, I'm not being happy with that one. Yeah, that look, that looks horrible. Oh, wait, or was it the Jags? Whenever they had those like gold or uh, uniforms. Ah, man, I don't know. If I remember, it, I'll, I'll bring it up next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the last game is Monday night. New Orleans Saints up against Geno Smith. Bro, why do the Seahawks? Why don't they flex these games? Why do they keep giving the Seahawks these primetime games? I don't know, man. But I'm going with the Saints. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Saints too. <laughs> And it's crazy. Isn't Michael Thomas coming back this week? I'm not sure. I want to say he is. is he? I have no idea, actually. But, man, I think that the Seahawks are going to play decent. I don't think they're going to be horrible. Because, like, even against the Steelers, they played, you know, halfway decent. So I don't think they're going to come out and just be, you know, unwatchable, per se. But. Then again, the Jameis Winston show is going to be on the other side, so we don't know if we're going to get the the, the high end or, or the low end of Jameis. You never know. You just never know. But no, I still, I still see the Saints just winning that game because the Seahawks, the Pittsburgh, I felt like was a very winnable game, and it was. It was within reach. Mm-hmm, absolutely, Pittsburgh isn't what isn't the team they used to be, and so. The Saints are are better than Pittsburgh. That's that's not a, that's that's a non debatable question. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just an easy pick. This team is better than that one, so therefore, I believe the Saints will win. I got the Saints on because I just seen John Morant just block the piss out of somebody. Man, he he got up there, man. Who was it? Was it a center? Yeah, he got his head head on uh, was like at rim level. Um, let me see who this was. Actually, they're playing the Cavs. Yeah, it's some tall white dude. So yeah. Yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hey, John Morant, man. So let's go ahead and get to the NBA because NBA is back, baby. Opening day was last night. And I, I had a great time watching both games. I thought that the Nets game and Bucks game was very entertaining to watch, even though the Nets came out like super slow. I think they only scored like 25 points in the first quarter, and the Bucks almost had like 40. And so it was just entertaining to watch. I was mm-hmm. so excited to see basketball again. Kevin Durant. You know, played like Kevin Durant, you know, got 32, three or seven from a three. But the one thing that really has been killing the the Lakers and the Nets last night, and they both lost, was the free throw shooting. Yeah, it's her- mud. So the free throw percentage for the Nets was 56.5%. And then for the Lakers, they shot 47 0.4%. So the teams that won at the charity strike won the ball games yesterday. And I mean, hey, Giannis came out, ring night, got that ring, put up 32, shot seven and nine from free throws. That was the most impressive thing I feel like about Giannis. Because you could tell that he worked this offseason. He 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 started you you used to give him some uh some smoke about him not having a bag. Well, hey, you know, he spent some VC. He got a bag, no, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he spent some VC. <laughs> Oh no, that's funny. But yeah, man, he got he worked on his shot, man. Like even during all throughout the playoffs. That walk up like three he had. I was like, oh no. No. <laughs> like <laughs> the please. league is over. The league is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I remember that was his opening shot from one of the, I think one of the preseason games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he, he just, did it again yesterday. He did it again yesterday. Yeah, yeah. To open up the game? Nah, nah, it wasn't to open up the game though. Okay, okay. I'm no, no, say, he he did pull one like kind of early, but he missed it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm about to say it's to open up one of the preseason games. First bucket for the Bucks. Walk up three. Pop. I was like, okay, okay. His the league is over again. Okay, we're going back to like 2017. KD with the Warriors type thing. Okay. Yeah. So that game I feel like was great. Chris Middleton, 20 points. Pat Connaughton coming off the bench, 20 points because the Bucks had I think four people out last night. Yeah, they had. Um, uh, man, I, I I always call him Da Vinci because I I don't know his like Da Vincio or I, I don't know. That that dude. <laughs> mm. They had like Rodney Hood. Uh they had their uh other uh God, what's his name? Uh another power forward out and then somebody else. So they had like four or five people out. Oh, Bobby Portis was the other guy that they had out as well. So um oops, I don't know if y'all heard that. <laughs> so yeah, Bobby Portis was out the you know, fan favorite and stuff. So hey, shout out to them stepping up, uh putting up some points off the bench. Hey, they won one oh four to twenty seven. Yeah, man. I actually missed that game too. Um You missed the Easter conference. 
Finals preview? The, yeah. the first game of the NBA season? I mean, how do you miss that? Do you think it's gonna uh, it's gonna end like that for the uh, actual Eastern Conference? I mean, it could be a preview. I no, not, I mean, not talking about like a preview for the series. I'm talking about like, do you think that Bucks can actually beat the Nets when it gets down to that point? I mean, they did it last year. Why can't they do it again? Okay. It hey, don't look like Kyrie gonna be there again. So it hey. does not look like Kyrie's gonna be there. Hey, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Kyrie is not playing basketball. That's what he's Kyrie's probably doing. Not, he's, <laughs> I, he's probably gonna be out the league. Like he said, he he said he's not against the vaccination. He just wants to give a, a voice, voice for the voiceless. I'm like, what does okay, that even I, mean? I, I get that, that but like, I just don't agree with it. Wait, I mean, and. It's, it's weird because he's saying, oh, people are losing their jobs because they have to take a vaccine they don't want to. And I'm like, okay, people who own businesses have the right to enforce laws. It's theirs. It belongs to them. You know, if you don't, and there are consequences for each decision. So if you don't want to take the vaccine, well, you're facing the consequences. It's not like something is like being just, it's something out of their control. Like they have to do like... Um, it's a privilege to play in the NBA. Like, oh, like it's a tax for going outside. Like, oh, every time you walk outside, you got to pay the government $5 or something like that. It's not nothing like crazy like that. It's it's for people's safety. Just like people have been losing their job, people have been dying. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't I don't get I don't. Kyrie is a weird guy. He's a weird, he's a, isn't he a, wasn't he in the flat earther? Yes, he is a flat earther. Yeah. Oh. God knows what else that man believes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, something that I thought that was uh, kind of interesting was when I looked at the real reason why I feel like the Nets kind of fell behind was their bench was so disappointing. I mean, Patty Mills had 21 points off the bench. Fantastic. Like, you, he came out and shot phenomenally. from He would do a 7-7 seven seven from 3. Like, he literally just could not miss. You get one point from Marcus Aldridge. You get one point from Johnson. Two points from Thomas. Like... You got other people playing 19 minutes, you know, 16 minutes and like not getting no buckets like that. That's losing basketball. Yeah. And for a team that's supposed to have so much depth, we didn't see it. Yeah. I mean, the Nets are their depth was like considered depth like maybe six years ago. Like some of these guys like, okay, LaMarcus, he was good with the Spurs. You know, he held them down for a while. And the Nets are right now, for the most part, they're a top-heavy team who are, like, still, like, considerable guys. Like, you could, like, always score the bucket. You got James, of course. Then you got KD, of course. Then you have, um, I forget who else. Is uh, you got Blake. Who's this starting? Michael Claxon. <laughs> Michael Claxon? Yeah. And hey, hey, don't. <laughs> Michael Claxon kind of cold. <laughs> Michael Claxon. Michael Claxon. And um, who was running their point? Like, no, James. Yeah, so James is running you, the point. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. There we, go, guy, there we yeah, go. Yeah, Those guys are ballers, okay? But oh, they're yeah. super top heavy. And so when those guys kind of run out of gas or whatever, or injury happens like you saw last year, they really have nobody else to go to. Unfortunately. The other game that happened last night, the second game, was Golden State coming out to Los Angeles and beating the Lakers in opening night. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. I personally believed that the Lakers would win this game. I thought it would be a good game because, you know, Steph, fresh legs. Hey, Warriors team, Andrew Wiggins, 12 points. <laughs> but, hey, you know, he shot 50%, so, like, he just didn't really mm. shoot that many shots. I just like giving Andrew Wiggins crap. <laughs> Definitely probably going to be on the trading block. I thought it was funny how Steph said, oh, yeah, I play like trash. It's like, dude, you had your first triple-double since 2016. Like, you had 21 well, he did shoot two of eight. So, like, from that aspect, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I play trash. But it's like, bro, you had 10 and 10. Like, you you came out there, did your thing, and y'all won a basketball game. But I, that, that's the reason I like Steph. You know, he's got that that uh, that dog mentality in him. <laughs> Even though he doesn't, like, you know, get up in your face. You know, mm-hmm. he's not like Russ or he's not like a pest or anything like that. But I was also really impressed by uh, Jordan Poole. Yeah, yeah. He was hooping. He was hooping. I saw him slash to the bucket a few times. He went right, a, uh, right around. I forgot who was guarding him. Um, who was playing the two for the uh, – the Lakers, it wasn't hard. Right, you got Russ playing you one, and you got um, no, you got LeBron playing you one. Well, it probably was Russ. It probably was uh, Russ. It probably was probably Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore? Yeah. Possibly. I couldn't remember who he went around, but, man, he got the book, took it right to the right. <laughs> and so, nah, I didn't know he was going to step up like that because he had, what, 20 points? And yep. versus last year, I think he averaged around, like, 12 points. Yeah, Jordan Poole is going to be a uh, a riser this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't. I hope they don't include him in any trade packages because, like, if they can keep that and then maybe you know use Wiggins or something to still put together a little package and get another like star or some other another big contributor, if they can keep Jordan Poole. Man, hey, the Warriors when when Clay comes back. Oh, hey, hey, hey they, they they might be going back to the 2016 days, you know, right before KD got there and it's just ruined the NBA. Real lethal, man. And <laughs> speaking of like you know, like you said, big contributors that could possibly happen. You got this sick man, sick, sick man in Philly. Um, we call him Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers, he made a comment, right? So, well, everybody knows Ben Simmons got cyber-bullied all this this <laughs> entire summer, right? Yep. Uh, for his performance in the playoffs last year. Um, the the main what was the what was the the like the ice on the cake of that whole thing he had a ball right up under the goal right and dished it off to some like one of his teammates when he was wide, a open. wide open shot in the lane had five points in the fourth quarter to lose the game and that's your starting point guard so anyway you know he goes off let me pull up his comment he made this has been Simmons. this is what he said I just feel like this team just hasn't put me in the right situation. Giannis won Finals MVP without a jumper. I could produce at the at that level in a new environment that didn't cater to a guy like Joel so much. How did they not put him in a right situation? They literally put shooters around him. They have a great center that can shoot because he can't, so they can run a pick and roll and have, still have a shooting threat off of that so he can you know uh, pop out and shoot. They got him Jimmy Butler. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They had freaking um uh what's that? Uh, uh JJ Reddick. Like they put mm. people around him to compliment Ben's skill set. So what do you mean? You failed to adapt as a player. Giannis, say what you want about him, you know, not be able to shoot, but he you could tell that he is Giannis progressively changed. getting better. Yes, with, Giannis changed. Exactly. He might not be still, you know, shooting step back threes or anything like that, but you can see him starting to work his game a little bit more towards the perimeter every year. He, he mm. adds something else. What have we seen from, from Ben? The same thing every same single thing. year. All you can do is pass. Everything else he can do, he just doesn't have a deep offensive back. If it's not two feet away from the rim, don't ask Ben Simmons to do it. And so with, with that comment, what really threw me off about that is because your team didn't make you not get better. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, they added Jimmy Butler at one point. Seth Curry was a great pickup, like a great pickup for him. Oh yeah, that, that was a sleeper pickup for them. You know what I mean? And I think in the uh, he was their what their third in the last playoff game in that in that uh, series, he was their what their second or third highest score, for like almost twenty points. And Ben Simmons was at the bottom of the list, and the starting point guard, your number one overall pick. You know, so I mean, this is a this is a crazy guy. You know what I mean? So I don't. The reason uh, something else I want to bring up. The reason I talked to I said something earlier about Andrew Wiggins. I could possibly see him being included in the trade package because they did make a move for Ben Simmons early on. Golden State did, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I would I mean I would like to see Ben Simmons with Golden State. I think that would look pretty great, even though Ben Simmons and Draymond Green are like, as far as their gameplay, it's pretty similar. Uh, I would trust Draymond to shoot more than Ben Simmons, but. Yeah, Ben Simmons is like a more athletic Draymond as far as like taking it to the rack and being a facilitator of the court. You know. Yeah, I'm kind of just tired of Ben Simmons to be honest. I'm I'm over it. Really? Yeah, I, I've hit that point. It's <laughs> like the Kyrie stuff. It's like, bro, I'm done. Just do what you need to do. You got kicked out of practice the other day. All right, cool, bro. Just just hoop. Don't hoop. Just stop causing unnecessary just drama. Like, you're just making it worse for yourself, dude. You keep putting yourself in the news. Yeah, and like you said, he got kicked out of practice. And Joel and B had some comments, and I put the audio in there. At this point, I don't care about that man, honestly. He does whatever he wants. Uh, you know, that's not my job. Uh, you know, that's those guys' jobs. Uh, you know, I'm only focused on trying to make the team better, uh, win some games, uh, you know, play hard every night, uh, try to lead. You know, the guys that we have here, uh, and I'm sure they feel the same way because, you know, our chemistry has been excellent uh, despite, you know, everything that's been happening in the last few months. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, uh, I don't I don't really care. But I guess he went on to say that um, he doesn't care about that guy and he wants to work with the guys who've been here and et cetera, et cetera. Hey, and that's the attitude that I would have too at this point. Yeah. 
And jo- that's the crazy thing. Joel actually went out on a limb to defend him early, like uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. He it took him a while. It took him a while to do that, but he he still came out and said, "Hey, I, I wonder how him and Andre's drumming are doing." That's a great question. They do not like each other. They do not like each other. That's funny. Um, but that's a good question. We'll see how they do this season. But uh, but yeah, man. Even Joel, when I I don't know their relationship, Joel and Ben Simmons, like how their personal relationship is. But he actually said, you know, we want him here. He's a good player. This is that, et cetera, et cetera. And then you come out and say this: a, a franchise, a, a team that uh, caters to somebody's. You say somebody like Joel so much. You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? You know, best player on their team. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, it's like what? 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 Do you think you're the best player on the team? And Joel's like a compliment piece to you. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? He could be delusional. That Dang. that's a great point. He could be delusional. Crack is one hell of a drug, man. It's a hell of a drug, man. <laughs> Seen it destroy lives. Hey, man. But before we uh, move on from the NBA, I want to talk about the Lakers' performance last night because LeBron Raymond James Dang. was shooting like crazy. He caught fire yes. from uh, three early on, man. He like wasn't missing at all. Ended up with thirty four and eleven, five assists to go along with it. Like he played good. Besides, you know. Shooting 50% from free throw. Same thing with Anthony Davis. Oh, Mr. Always Down. Uh, I was texting Charles. I was keeping, you yep. know, live uh, stat tracking of AD falling. Four times in the first quarter, a total of seven times at least that I saw him cheeks or back on the ground. <laughs> it is ridiculous at this point. But, hey, he was hooping. He had 33 and 11 as well. Two blocks. So, hey, you know, they were hooping. They did their thing. The rest of the team, nobody else scored in double digits. You know, eight, two, eight, you know, nine. You know, some contribution from um, Carmelo Anthony had nine points. You know, he shot three and nine, you know, 33%. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you know, mellowish numbers. But the crazy stat that I'm, I'm seeing here is Dwight Howard shot three or four from the free throw. He was the best free throw shooter on that team. <laughs> Dwight Howard, bro. Dwight Howard, bro. That's that. That's. I feel like almost insane saying that. I feel like I, mm. I might have been hanging around Kyrie or Ben Simmons too long. Some flat earth. Like, yeah, know? I know, right? But hey, this free throw shooting for this team is going to be a problem. If oh, it will be. They definitely. have so many people that cannot shoot free throws consistently. I think who's their best free throw shooter? Probably Baysmore, Avery Bradley. And with all the other like top tier talents you have, like y'all got to knock down the free throw. That's going to be the Achilles' uh, heel for the Lakers this season. For them not to beat Golden State, and for Steph not to be like going off from threes, like from from the three point line, like he usually does, and them outsize Golden State like they do. I mean, Grant. Okay, yes, it's the first game of the season, season opener, but that's so telling. Warriors out rebounded them fifty to forty five. Say that one more time. The Golden State Warriors had 50 rebounds. The Los Angeles Lakers had 45. Mm. Steph led the team. Oh, no, excuse me. He was second in uh, in, uh, rebounds on the team with 10. Steph was second within rebounds. Mm -hmm. So just let that sink in. The Lakers outsized Golden State and Golden State out-rebounded them. I mean, I mean, this. What what more can you say? I mean, then you know, Russ didn't have a great game either. You know, oh, uh, he did not. But, but I'm I'm not concerned about Russ. Like he, he'll figure it out. They'll eventually. They have to. Because yeah. let me tell you this. I was talking to one of, uh, a friend of mine. He said if they don't win the finals this year, Russ is gone. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially if if they don't make it, bro. Like that's gonna be. Like kind of a kick in his legacy, almost. It has it's to like be. You finally got, you know, the super team. You know, yeah. that KD guy. You know, like this mm-hmm. would be the closest thing. You know, that Russ will have to a super team. That's gonna hurt if they if he don't do something with it because yeah. they're gonna be like, oh, he's not a team player. You know, the narrative. Oh, he's a stat pattern. This now will probably come back up and resurface. So mm-hmm. for his sake, I'm confident that he's gonna do it. But I hope that he. Gets it together quickly. Because, you know, before we know it, he's going to have a 30-point triple-double. And then yeah. everybody's going to forget about him scoring eight points and opening night. So, yeah, hey, we'll see how it is. But, hey, that's going to go ahead and wrap up this segment of the break. And we got one more coming back. We were going to go ahead and run through the MLB playoffs. Because, hey, it's the AL and NLCS winners of these series go to the World Series. We're going to talk about that when we get back. 
It's hiving, yeah. won't take it. Hey, I'm having my way. Set out here having his way. Quay out here having his way. And like the third me go out, take what? What? Load up the Drake. What else are they gonna play? It's hive, yeah. Just won't take it. Hey, I'm having my way. Set out here having his way. What's up? We are back in the break room, man. So this is going to be our final segment. We're going to get into some MLB, the playoffs. You already know what it is. You know what's going on. Evan, holler at me. Holler at the kid. Holler at the people, man. Hey. So give a little bit of an update. You know, let's go full picture to open it up in the wild card in the AL. Boston beat the Yankees. And to much of my surprise and most of America, Boston beat Tampa 3-1. It hurt my heart. Looking down at the other side of the bracket, the White Sox lost 3-1 to the Astros. So now you got the wild card fourth seed, and then you got the you got the AL West champions and the Houston Astros. You know, like I said, they, they won 3-1. So now the Astros had a pretty nice win tonight over the Boston Red Sox 9 to 2. So now they're up 3-2, one more victory away from going to the World Series. And man, I know this is going to piss a lot of people off cuz they hate the Astros for what happened 4 years ago that you know, there's what four or five players left from that team still on there from the whole, you know, cheating scandal and everything. So hey, we'll see if Boston can come back and force a game 7 or if the Astros find their way to another World Series appearance. Looking at on the NL side, wild card game, you had the Cardinals go against the Dodgers. Dodgers won that game. They went out to San Fran, who was the first seed and, you know, barely, you know, uh, won the division uh, over the Dodgers. Dodgers win that series 3-2. to two. In Atlanta, with I feel like the biggest surprise out here in the postseason. First off, they took on the Brewers and their amazing pitching staff. They won that series three to one. I don't think too many people saw that coming. And now Atlanta's up two to one over the Dodgers. They started off two and zero. Oh, you know they lost their last game, so hey, it's competitive out here. The Braves are just putting on a show. You know the Cinderella story of this playoffs. You know Charles three two in the AO. You know. Astros up over the Red Sox, 2-1 in the NL side of things, Braves over the Dodgers. Who you got going to the World Series? I'm actually going to go, go in and go home, man. Um, say, I was dead wrong about my White Sox beating the Astros uh, in that wild card, man, so I'm going to admit to it. And then they're up right now um, in their series uh, currently, and so why not, man? I'm going to go and go home, man. I'm taking them all the way. Fair enough. I think that the Strohs going to finish it out and man it's so hard not to go with the Braves right now they're just they're just too hot but yeah yeah I'm gonna stick with that so I think we're gonna see the Astros up against the Braves Mm -hmm. and I think the Astros are gonna win it all okay and it's kind of crazy you know we live in Houston now I'm not Mm -hmm. an Astros fan so but it's crazy because the city that I moved here from, I moved from Atlanta. Yeah. So I'm seeing the you know the the city I live in now versus yeah. the place I used to live. If that's the World Series, like to me, you know the the Tampa Bay Rays are my favorite team. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Tampa before I lived in Atlanta. You know I've, I've lived everywhere. But you know to see like you know the two cities that I like, you know come together, I think it'll be, be great for both cities. But um, I think just if that ends up being the matchup, the Astros have a better team, and I think they'll uh, beat the Braves. Okay, cool, man. Nah, I'm with that. I'm with that prediction, man. It, That'll, man, because if the Astros win, so many people are going to just find ways to, like, excuse this victory. They will. They will. And really, I mean, not only do I want the Astros to win just because, not only because, I mean, I live in Houston, of course, but just because everything that happened before the season, man, all the media attention, all the, they're the cheaters, they're, they're not that good, they have to cheat to win, it'll be put to rest. It'll be done. Yes. And so, all the, especially all the new rules they try to uh, implement, too, uh, with the MLB try to implement. Yep. It's the substance policy changes yeah, and all that stuff. It'll be done. It'll be, they abided by the rules and still won. Hey, so. I'm looking forward to it. But, hey, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. We're glad to be back in an actual studio giving you all some, you know, realistic 
audio quality. Oh, no, really, man? Some, really? That's you know, me and Charles kept having to repeat ourselves. We'd be in the middle of a take, and here, ding, 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 and then, hey, hey, can you repeat that? It's like, ah, damn. Yeah, man, that, that Zoom thing was getting real old, man. So, but yeah, man, thanks for sticking around with us for episode thirty. Thank that, man. That is gonna kill me. <laughs> I keep thinking like it was some like some of the noise, but yeah, man, the trilingual stuff, English, Spanish, French, man. Thanks for kicking it with us, man. Take it easy, man. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to follow us on the socials. Oh yeah, get us up, get us up, get us up, get us up. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, yo, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at the Break Room H O U. Follow us on Facebook at the Break Room Podcast One. Follow us on Instagram at the dot Break Room. Dot podcast. podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Evan Schumard TV. That's S H U M A R D. Charles, do you even know your Twitter? Of course I do, man. Hey, three dot last underscore king, man. They know what it, it is, man. So yeah, follow us. Follow your boy, man. Follow the show. Follow Evan, man. Interact with us, man. We'll be doing some. Uh, Share our podcast with your people. Do all that. Tell your mama, your partner, your cousin, your sister, your homeboy, your homegirl, the people you don't like. Uh, your baby mama. Your baby mama. Your baby mama's new man. Hey, that too. Your homeboy's baby mama too. Mm. Oh, dude, don't, don't get like caught her. up. Don't get caught don't up like behind her. that. <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, man. Hey, we'll holler at you next time, man. Take it easy. Drop the roof and let the smoke clear. I got diamonds doing tussy slides in both ears. Dice falling on the Las Vegas strip tonight. Slip that on and we might miss the fire.